Hello, and welcome to another edition of Expat Bites, a free podcast sharing information on how to live in another country. Listen to our podcast to answer the important who, where, why, how, and when questions related to becoming an expatriate. This show has been recorded uh, in my expat home of Buzios, Brazil, which is a tranquil fishing village of 28 beaches, two hours from Rio de Janeiro. And on today's show, we're going to address a what question, a why question, and a how question related to acai, which is a, a miracle fruit, 95% grown in the state of Pará, Brazil, Pará, Brazil, which is where Belém, uh, one of its largest cities, is located. This is a special type of show we're, we're now adding to Expat Bites. I, I call them deep dive shows, where we go in deeper into a city that you might not be able to get to if you're a tourist focusing on the top couple of cities that you might have in a week to visit in a country. In Brazil, obviously, Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo jump to mind, uh, but offer so much to the visitor that can stay and, and explore a little bit more, and you get that opportunity from living in a country. And on today's show, we have a special show because we have an acai expert who lives and works with acai in Belém, uh, Diego Sampiao. Did I say that right, Diego Sampiao? Sampaio. Sampaio. It's, it's pretty close. Defense. It's 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 a name in Portuguese. Okay. It's pretty yeah. Close. It's very <laughs> difficult. I know. So. But Diego's going to explain everything about acai as as well as a little bit about Belém and. Let's start by introducing ourselves. Uh, my name uh, as the host is Carl Shineman. I'm one of the creators of Expat Bites along with uh, Felix uh, uh, Borden. I'm a retired attorney and electronic discovery expert and entrepreneur from the United States. And uh, although I'm semi-retired now, I'm still an entrepreneur in Buzios, Brazil. I, I own a small hotel called the Posada called Valle de Joao and an Airbnb in Rio de Janeiro. And Diego, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, my name is Diego Sampaio. I was born and raised in Pará, Belém, as you said before, one of the 27 states of Brazil. I'm graduated in business administration, a specialist in business management, and I've been working for five days by now with the SAE food chain. And I live in Belém, Pará, and love the my state and all the Amazonic rainforest uh way of life lifestyle and the amazonic rainforest products that we have here and i just turn in a way of living here and i'm also owner of this funky english that you're everybody's hearing right now great and you know i love belem too i plan on coming back uh for many reasons um but briefly and and you, you mentioned when we when we uh, had 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 a lunch on the amazon river uh when we were in belem that you also worked in the tourism trade initially for a bit of time why why would you want to visit belem outside be beyond acai uh, and there there are certainly other reasons exactly uh belem for those there that that have that uh, promotional view about Brazil, which includes mainly Rio de Janeiro and São Paulo. You want to come to the north of Brazil to actually meet another country. So Brazil is so large, like U.S., for example, that you have different realities inside of it. So Pará and Belém 
which is the capital of the state of Pará, have so many different things. The whole cuisine is completely exotic and different. Uh, you have the this close interaction with the Amazonic rainforest, uh, very close. You're, it's very accessible. You have a culture that is exotic, as I said before, but is like uh, ancient in some way because it's uh, uh, inherited by the, the indigenous people of Brazil. So we have this symbiosis with what is new and what is ancient in Brazil. You know, I was struck by, uh, by Belém when I was there uh, uh, because uh, um, it's, it reminded me a lot of where I lived much of my time in the US, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in that it has a history uh, that is for a period of time, Belém was one of the great, great, great cities of the world, uh, as you said, rivaling Paris when rubber was discovered in Belém for the first yeah. time in the world. And Henry Ford built a factory there and, you know, the automobiles were taking off and tires were important and rubber was really important to cars. Um, exactly. This is was the, 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 the timing history that we call Belle Epoque. Yeah, it's like the, the, the beautiful period in French. So uh, the, in the Amazonia was discovered the, the, the rubber, which was very useful for many reasons uh, outside, uh, all around the world. So Berlin was the, the city chose to be like the capital of Amazonia, you know, the, the Amazon capital. So uh, Berlin just received huge investments at the time uh, and became like the, the greatest city in Brazil compared frequently and in the in historical and we have historical evidence that rivals uh the beauty of paris at the time yeah it's an amazing city uh just from driving around and um to me i mean the analogy with pittsburgh doesn't hold completely true but the reason it holds true was pittsburgh had a period in time when andrew carnegie uh was 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 in in pittsburgh where all these great things happened. Uh, Westinghouse, Alcoa was formed. Uh, um, you know, it was the heart of the the engine of the Industrial Revolution, and uh, the development in that period of time uh, created some interesting, you know, uh, structures and uh, history, uh, which is similar to Belém. But when you when you drive around Belém, and it's also a river city, so there's no like ocean, okay? Exactly. But the river was so important. And uh, I think like Pittsburgh, Belém uses the river in ways that make it a really great place to live that tourists may not, you know, uh, realize. Um, you know, we took that really nice lunch on the Amazon and it was great food, great music, and you couldn't listen to your cell phone because there was no cell phone reception in the Amazon jungle. <laughs> exactly. Remembering that we were like 30 minutes from the, the city itself. So you doesn't have an, a, a, a cell phone reception for like riding like 20 minutes, maybe in a boat. So you and, are deep inside the Amazon rainforest. And, 
and these were were not tourists that were eating with us largely they were you know, your neighbors exactly. right um, exactly quality of life um it's it's a nice lifestyle the, the other thing i wanted to mention just for a minute because it was my favorite thing to, to, that i saw in belem on the first trip was this amazing zoo started by some germans in the 1800s exactly so i think you know just encountered like darwin all of these exotic animals and said we want to study them in their natural habitat so they created a zoo space which still stands today where the animals largely roam free and ha have you been there i mean uh uh you know uh, it's a uh, it's they are there are actually two pockets of forest inside the city itself one of them is the museum uh emilio gilgi which was an important scientist especially to the north of Brazil. And you have the, the Rodriguez Alves uh, uh, um, I think it's a museum too. And you have some animals held there so everybody can appreciate and then they produce like large studies about those animals and the, the, the bioma of amazonia itself so they're they're like uh not that well administrated uh recently they are are needing him uh, need more of love for them but the we have this amazing fauna that everybody can uh, uh see that like very close on those places yeah, I, I liked it as well because I'm German. My as we we anyone listen to the podcast on my history of my dad with the Germans going to American. But around that time, uh, that that my family went to the U.S., a bunch of Germans came to Brazil to study the Amazon and set up one of these facilities. And you got pictures of them throughout the zoo. You know, black and white old pictures would with the you know you know statues and 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 you know old photographs exactly. and you can just imagine them doing this research and it, it costs like a dollar to enter which is i think one of the reasons why it's so in, in converting it it was like a couple of hey eyes I, I can understand why they have some problems uh funding the upkeep but um but it, it was gorgeous you know it was a yeah, and it, it, the 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 low price tickets are actually because there's public money founding this those places so it's more like a management problem uh those those couple of reais that are uh, are charged at the entrance is exactly to to allow all the population to visit the place but we have taxes found in the place so it is a managed problem uh it's a zoo botanic garden, like we call. So it's not just the animals itself, but you have exotic plants and you have a brief explanation. I don't know if you saw it, but you have lo those little plates that do a, a, a brief explanation about every single plant you see, every yeah. single tree. So it's actually a huge lesson about Amazonia there. It's a huge, uh, it's a place of huge importance importance to the world because you can see like very close all the diversity that amazonia has to offer it's incredible now we're going to 
pivot here and get into acai and food. Um, I, I, as I said, you know, as, as not being like a, a tourist going to Belém, but more of someone that lives in Brazil, visiting relatives of my, my wife, Rita, we, we did the very Brazilian thing of spending a lot of time socializing over meals and coffee and exactly food was such a big part of our stay. And it was, it was lots of fun uh, exploring traditional Brazilian cuisine in, in the Northeast of Brazil. Uh, it seems like the whole time. And uh, it's, it's resulting now in two shows on this, on this topic. We're doing a second show. I'm actually recording tomorrow with Felix where we're doing a tasting show of different fruits and, and and items that we brought back in in freezer containers on the plane uh which is the only way you can appreciate the stuff doesn't survive it's not processed it, it exactly. has a shelf life so you just got the most natural things that amazonia have to offer yeah that's it's gonna that's be why you gotta go there but 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 acai figured so prominently in the in the story and the experience of Belém. You seem to see it everywhere you go in Belém. It's on all sorts of food items, side dishes. Uh, it's found in the big bags of beans. Every like every 500 yards is a store with a massive bag of fresh acai beans ready to be served or prepared to be served. And, um, you know, tell me a little bit about the products you find acai in and what is an acai in? I actually saw an alcoholic drink the, as we were leaving. So that I, I thought that was the one item you were missing, but it appears to be everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I need to, I need to say something about Amazonic food first and then come inside acai because the Amazonia, as we call the Amazon rainforest, we call Amazonia here. So the Amazonic rainforest have so much unique food available that it's like you did the right trip. You did the, the gastronomic trip, which is essential to meet Amazonia because acai, for example, is not our food. It's part of our culture. You know, it's something that we it's a heirloom from indigenous people in the Amazonia. And a lot of our cuisine is actually in, uh, inherited by uh, from the the indigenous people that uh, pre-Columbus in the, the pre-Columbian period of time. So it's a very ancient and it's very different and very very exotic. You had access, for example, to tuku, tukupi, which comes from the cassava root. Uh, you had access to Manisoba, which is made with the cassava leaves. That is a, a, an incredible story by itself. You <laughs> had access to acai in very in various formats. Yeah. Let's you, stop at Manisoba for a minute. Okay. When, that's when incredible. You go, when you go through the marketplace, the first thing that caught my eye, and I would suggest go to the marketplace immediately when you get the Belém, because that's where the, 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 the fruits that are in season, the exotic exactly. fruits are there. And they're, they're, so, they're, they're, they're literally a, less than a day old. They've been transported in, they're being prepared for sale. And there's this sign with sacks of flour next to it. And it says cooked for uh, seven or eight days. Exactly. And I, I I asked Hita, why is that? And she said, well, that's uh, maniva. Maniva. If you cook it 
if you don't cook it that amount of time, it will literally kill you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we do. We we use the whole plant. Okay, the root. We do the flower, the maniva flower, and the leaves, which which is actually poison. We used to cook for seven days, so all the poison goes away, and we can eat it. Why? I don't know. But something that for me it was always here, and it's amazing. I'm addicted to it. So it's cultural, it's local. You cannot export this. You can imagine why. So when we say that something's poisonous and and have to be cooked by seven days, no uh, FDA approval for sure. <laughs> so we cannot export that. You need to come to Brazil, specifically to the north of Brazil, which is outside the the great the the the, the main uh, commercial trips in Brazil, like the, what we have most popular in Brazil, which is here in São Paulo. You need to come to the north of Brazil to the Amazonic rainforest so you can taste it. So it's exotic, and we cannot export. You need to come here to know what I'm talking about. You waited. You waited at the in the two different forms. Am I right? Yeah, I had a vegan version the second day, but with, exactly with the dinner with you. You you know we had it with uh was that with the the shrimp or the uh, it was a meat. I think. Yeah, we we had we had in a dumpling form. Do you remember like a tap? Yes. Like a small tap. Mm -hmm. So you can do a lot with this, but you need to come to Amazonia to know it. It's like uh, it's like one of the most unique gastronomic trips you can make in your life is come to Amazonia and 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 meet all the the products we have. I I really liken it to what I think the Portuguese and Spanish explorers and the Dutch explorers in the uh, I want to say the 1300s 1400s when they were traveling to the indies and they found tea and spices and they exactly it changed the world the the only difference is that you can't transport it like that so it's it's still it's one of the places you can feel like you've gone to another world because it's it's there are natural barriers to exporting it but um my god every time we study these things everything that we studied there everything we ate i googled the health benefits and they're all super superfoods with with antioxidant properties and you know all these amazing health benefits and uh, maybe it's good it can't be exported because it might there'd be a rush to destroy the Amazon even even quicker. Yeah, um, well, it's what we call predatory uh, exploration. We have to avoid that at all cost for sure. So let's talk about acai because we, we're doing a good job talking about everything but acai. But acai is so important to Belém um and uh uh you know it seems to be all over the place uh yeah. i had it on fish i had it as i had it as a uh like a a, a a prepared um yogurt type thing with tapioca at room temperature uh um it's in coffee it's you know it's mixing lots of different different things but um uh why is it so popular and prevalent in Belém? Yeah, first of all, I need to introduce the acai itself for your audience. Acai is an Amazonic berry. It's not actually a berry, but we call berry for uh, uh, 
to, to make easier to understand. So it's an Amazonic berry, uh, only found in Amazonia, okay? Only found in the Amazonic rainforest. Uh, and you have powerful antioxidants inside this berry and a high concentration of iron not available in the natural form but with a small amount of uh, citric acid you can uh, the fruit can provide you a high concentration of iron so it's super healthy and it's not just a food for us is part of our culture uh 95 percent of all acai in the world it comes from this state the state of para only one state of of the 27 states in brazil so it in specifically close to the marajo island which is a huge island uh in the north of para so it's a very very rare fruit and it's a very powerful antioxidant fruit and um uh you talked about the uh the the what it takes to grow acai and this i guess explains why you really only find it in the amazon why don't you tell me a little bit about um what you need to grow acai <laughs> yeah you need to be very lucky because you need to own land in a specific spot geographic spot uh the acai have a, a a weird cycle he demands a flooded ground so the ground needs to be flooded uh uh for at least three months per year so when the the ground is flooded the roots get all the nutrients will that will be used during the season so it's a uh, uh, uh that had the plant the palm tree itself have this awkward cycle that prevents them to to be be exported the, the the palm tree itself be exported to other places we had this situation where a lot of amazonic products were were sent to asia and we lost control and we lost the 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 capability to export because asia is producing uh for a cheaper price but acai you can't do that because you need the specific type of soil to grow acai and it's it, it, it use it use acai itself use the amazonic rainforest as protection so all the palm trees are in a high dense forest so you cannot use heavy machinery to get it you can't use robots you can't use anything outside the riverside communities are these people that live close to, uh, uh, close to the rivers or in the river banks and they extract their their incomes from the forest as the the, the from the commerce at the same time See, between 60 and 80 percent of their sustain comes from the forest itself so they live like indigenous people but they are urbanized at the same time so these are the people that controls the production of acai so there's those uh, a huge number of factors that keeps acai uh, a specific and exotic amazonic product okay, and we we talk about the freshness of it 
and in, in Belém in particular when we have it. How, how fresh is it? The, the, the yeah. acai I'd have in the morning, when was it in the jungle? Jungle, you know? <laughs> it's not, yeah, it, it's not actually a matter of freshness. It's a matter of how reactive to the air the acai berry is. So to have the best quality, you need to take down the, the berry from the palm tree and process in tops 24 hours. Tops to, man, to maintain good quality. So uh, in the, at the moment you disconnect the, 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 the branch from the tree, it starts to react with the air. So you have, uh, you have to be fast. You have to stabilize as quickly as possible. So when you go to a shop and buy a liter of acai, you are buying something that comes from a berry that was catch from the palm tree in like 16 hours ago. So it's kind of Im impossible to export the raw material, the raw fruit. You know, you need to process and stabilize. You need to eat fresh, as fresh as, fresh as possible. So uh, acai doesn't, is not present all around the world for this difficulty to manipulate and stabilize. And the state of processing when it's when it's in a bag when these these big burlap bags that you would see in front of these little shops that people sell acai from in Belém you're 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 getting the nut out right and you are using you're getting the pulp right exactly that that's the process and yeah that actually is what you eat yeah the, actually the pulp itself is just the purple skin around the 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 seed in the center so you have almost like a skin. So you need a, a huge amount of berry to do small amounts of, of the, the, the product it's, itself. So it's very complicated to process and more even, even more complicated to stabilize. So that's why it's so, uh, for you having a, a, a measurement, 40% uh, of all farmable lands in Pará are acai production are destined to acai production so it's it's like very uh space demanding the good thing is that the the production of acai use the the the, the living forest as a protection so it's like it's clean bioeconomy can you understand yeah no that that makes a lot of sense it's it you're not cutting something down you continue using no i need the, the the forest around to to protect the berry itself so uh it's uh um as i say the the only thing that can really protect the forest is the profit is by the profit that the forest is destroyed so it's by the profit we will keep it alive you know that's that's really interesting um now, the way I would have it in Belém in the morning, the way everyone typically has it is that pulp. And yeah. you've told me when you've come to Buzios before that the acai even in Buzios, which is part of Brazil, is not the same. No. The, I, Amazonic, the Amazonic experience is unique. So, so for the typical tourist that goes to Rio, or Sao Paulo, if they hear this or they see an acai 
booth and they're all over the place you're getting like an ice cream you know no, you're great. getting you're getting it's not an ice cream because it doesn't have milk or dairies inside well, of it it's a cold product yeah but it's a frozen product uh, because you need to stabilize the fruit somehow it needs to stop reacting to the air so we need to stabilize by uh, uh, keeping cold, you know, uh, uh, lowering the, the, the molecular activity. And you will achieve that with uh, low temperature. That's the only way to export to, to, for, from, for great distances. But uh, you need to understand that it's still an amazing product to be consumed. It's healthier than a than a than an ice cream for example the 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 technical name is sorbet which is ice cream in french but the sorbet itself is uh, is different doesn't have milk and is rich in fruit you know doesn't have artificial flavor it's just fruit uh, uh, water and uh, some stabilizers some chemical stabilizers because it's necessary but just the necessary it's a way healthier product so we transported some acai some some that you gave us that you're working on with your with your company but also some of the natural raw acai frozen and the you know what we what i like about it I, it it amazed me after eating the sorvetchi version of acai to okay. to learn that the real acai um the, the 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 more traditional is like a yogurt room temperature uh not not super sweet i mean i i i personally can't eat it without mixing a little bit of organic sugar in exactly and i like tapioca little pellets of tapioca which a lot of people like but it's 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 more like a cool cool sort of a yogurt type thing and that that's in its rawest form yeah actually we need to do a disclaimer here when you say yogurt people can imagine that have some kind of process and it's actually just the raw poop you're getting acai plus water that the yogurt thing you say you're saying it's the consistency have the exactly consistency close to the yogurt but it's not yogurt and, and there, uh, it doesn't go through the same process. It's just acai plus water. You're getting the, the purest acai possible. So you could see that it's completely different from the stabilized product, the, the frozen one, because uh, the, the, the raw pulp have only the, the natural sweetness of the fruit which is not very uh, uh, available to your tongue. It's different from refined sugar. So, and they have this earthy flavor that everybody talks about. They have this earthy nut flavor and with a small amount of sweetness, but it's completely different. And as you said, it's difficult to, to eat without sugar because doesn't fill the palate uh, in the way you you are expecting like a dessert or a, or or a, uh, some kind of sweetness some quite some kind of sweet so you have to to mix with sugar to be pleasant 
but in the Amazonia, in the Amazonic rainforest, we don't eat with sugar, especially the, the, the traditional people. They will never eat with sugar. And they, some of them actually face like a, 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 like a wrong thing to do is to put sugar. Yeah. It's like you're spoiling the, the, the essay for them. So to take it an even level further, if, if you were in the United States, I remember the first time I heard of acai. I, I don't specifically remember the date, but I can tell you it was on like infomercial type uh, TV programs, which are paid programs with people extolling the health benefits and selling like gel caps or um, powdered uh, acai that you could mix into uh, a smoothie. And that, that basically is the extent of what gets, I think, exported internationally, even to this day. Um, and um, that is not, that is even further removed uh, from what real acai, the, the full experience is of, of having it. Um, uh that that i think ties into what you're trying to work on what you've been working on is how do you get acai uh transportable so, exactly um, not not just acai transportable it's already if you freeze the pulp for example you can send for or all around the world for two years if you want to but the acai have a, a molecular structure that once you freeze you will never reach or you will difficult uh, it will be very difficult to achieve this yogurt uh, uh, density again you know he fo it forms crystals that are very hard to break so the frozen pulp tends to not be the same experience you have here in the amazonian if i get the 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 same thing you had here this yogurt type uh, acai presentation and I freeze when you defreeze will not be the same for a, a molecular uh, uh, reason so you need to uh, process the acai in a different way so we can preserve the Amazonic experience to 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 our customer so we have been working in a product that solved that 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 the, uh, in a product that solved that problem for the last year and we're getting close to a product that comes very close to the the the, the to the real experience to the the amazonic acai experience of course preserving all the benefits of consuming acai and i gotta tell you i um and this feels like an infomercial now but yeah but you were in the you know, you know, so 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 the, the, the you know to bring it back to sort of like expat bites type of a thing, um, uh, I I encourage people to go to Belém to 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 experience acai closer in the way the indigenous people do as a as a life experience. Um, but having said that, uh, there's nothing wrong. In fact, there's there's only good things that happen from gaining access to things that are really healthy. Um, and I think what you're doing is a, a very useful thing to try to get, get you know, this product more accessible, uh, more transportable and closer 
to what it it is in its native format close closer i think to the sorvetchi um uh, at least that's what you served us you served us sorvetchi uh versions of acai in little containers marked bin one two and three and yeah but that, that's, that's just because it was a it, it was in process of being finalized so we cannot say the name or call by the name of the product but that's not important actually yeah the importance that the importance of export acai in a controlled manner of course is because the bioeconomy can save the amazonic rainforest people need to understand that when you bring money in the right way because we have money being sent by europe and the united states to to preserve amazonia am i right because it it, it is considered this international uh, uh uh patrimony so we need to preserve the forest but the best way to preserve the forest is to bring people uh to is to become the forest uh more profitable alive than the 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 predatory exploration of it so it's very important to stabilize and present the assay to the world in the best uh, format because this can contribute to the preservation of the forest itself because it's like green commerce green yeah um yeah. as opposed to you know cutting down and, and growing you know more cattle and soy exactly um, which are not native to that area um using what's there and getting it out in a way that people can still benefit from it and preserve in the Amazon. That's that's a great, a great uh, task. Um, you know, we 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 didn't really come up with a number. I asked you, do you eat acai every day? And you you told me you eat enough of it while you're sampling. But is there a measurement that you know? Do people? I mean, people in Belém eat it. It seems like almost every day. Every day. Um, uh, but is it? In the U.S., they're going to want two gel caps a day. I can just tell you, there's going to be like a recommended acai <laughs> quantity you can have. Um, but is there any danger from eating too much of it, or is there a, a you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's a, a little bit. What do you uh, recommend? Yeah, it, it the risks uh, the risks involved is actually just eating too much. Uh, everything that you eat too much will bring harm to you. But acai, it's a little bit hard to di digest, so you don't want to have too much. But you have here in Belém, for example, people eating every single day, sometimes more than once every day. And we're talking about a high concentration pulp product, just acai and water. And they like thick, you know, like the yogurt style that you have here. So... It, it won't actually bring any harm to your health. It will only increase, actually, your quality of life, especially if you add some citric acid. You only need, uh, uh, you only need something like three or four drops of uh, lemon juice, for example. And you will transform the, 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 the iron present in the acai in a more... Uh, uh, you will increase, actually, the bioavailability of iron inside the acai. So uh, you will have the antioxidants and iron to your system. 
So it's uh, actually almost a super, uh, uh, a super food. So it doesn't bring any harm to you. You never, you never, you should never have something too much will always bring harm to you. But acai, it's actually a font of uh, a fountain of health. You don't have to worry about. You know, I um, we you know, Reed and I, he and I, when we returned back, we had this uh, immediate depression when it came time to 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 having dinner last night. And I'll, <laughs> I'll confess, we ordered Domino's pizza. Okay, <laughs> but I think that was more more the factor of of uh, taking a, an all night flight. Um, but you know, I woke up this morning realizing that you know, while I don't live in the Amazon, I I. I live in a place with oceans and, and all sorts of fresh produce. So my oranges and mangoes and bananas may not be as exotic, but um, what, what, what I think the key for me personally is what I, what I aim for is eating as much that's natural, regular, whole food. And I love yeah. incorporating things like what we found in Belém because it's, it's, it's more that it, it's different, but it's, the same basic idea um, yeah about about eating healthy food you came to the right place you came to the right country because i remember you saying that the first time we met like it's impressive how much fresh food you have here in brazil so it's a uh just being brazil it's already uh, improving your health uh, uh in your health itself because we eat a lot of fresh food here in Brazil. We don't take our food from bags, you know, from plastic. We actually use the, 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 the food as fresh as possible. It's part of Brazilian culture and even more the Amazonic culture because we have the, all this, this variety of things here that you can only see here in the north of Brazil in the Amazonic rainforest. And there's no reason for us to super to over process food. You know, we'll we'll be doing the show tomorrow with a tasting show. Um, but, you know, before we talk about how to contact you, uh, if people are interested, there are so many other products that that you can encounter. Um, in 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 the amazon area that are exotic um uh i i, I personally was eating a lot of uh i pr hope pronouncing right bakari bakari bakuri which uh queen elizabeth thought was her favorite ice cream flavor on the planet exactly. um and i can tell you it does not transport well we uh no it does transport very well it's a hard shell um you know we brought it here we'll crack it open there was another fruit that fell apart in the container that i got to eat this morning yeah um i i saw this uh powder um that i read about uh called kamu kamu which is another berry yeah it's a berry and uh i bought a couple and containers to ship back because i read that right now it's a a, a big uh, berry being researched for its uh, ability to attack and pro, uh, cancer cells, um, much like a probiotic through your gut of trying to infiltrate your system to attack tumors before um, they, they form. Um, 
and not, I, I want to say I'm not a doctor and this is research that's being done by medical people. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, containers I'm shipping back. I'm, I'm of the age now where I'm unfortunately encountering friends that are starting to get cancer and you know, I'm going to try to send some stuff back to help them. Um, yeah. The disclaimer I would say, I did a lot of reading on this before I bought it, is everyone agrees it's a strong antioxidant. If you're in chemotherapy, this is risky because it will destroy the effectiveness of the chemotherapy. So this is post, you know, that's it. You know, do your own research before you do these things. Talk to your doctor. But I'm 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 going to help as much as I can my friends if I can uh, by shipping some of that stuff back and. There are other products that you do see. Um, uh, I don't know if you can think of any other that come to mind. The nuts, the, the yeah, other. we have we have specific. We have the Amazonic nut. I think everybody knows uh, internationally already. The Amazonic nuts is a it's a single type of nut that you can find in Amazonia. Uh, we have cashew nuts, which is a nut when in a in. A, in a, that comes in a fruit. It's uh, an incredible nut too. We have you. You talk about uh, a camu camu, that is incredible. It's another very par powerful food with a lot of uh, magnesium, potassium, uh, low on sugar. Uh, have a little bit of protein, so it's a it's a super food too. It, you always find the the dried seeds. Uh, never in the berry itself, but you always find the, the, the dried seeds of camu camu. And it is being studied because it's uh, rich in flavonoids and anthocyanins as the, the acai is, you know. So it's, you have like, uh, you have like uh, a whole, a whole a branch of foods here that can, can fight against cancer because you all the anti, anti antioxidants are good against cancer because they will fight the free radicals in your cells and these are the the, the great cause of cancer actually is the, the the aging process of your cells and all the antioxidants will fight against aging so it's not a uh a remedy for cancer is not a medicine against cancer, but can prevent you to develop, which is very important. So you need to put in your diet food that it's is rich in antioxidants. I it's amazing because you know now it's starting. I'm beginning to see, it with, as I said, my friends, you, you you people hit an age where their their cells aren't working as well, and they're starting to uh, mutate. Um, and uh, that makes complete, complete sense to me. Um, so, uh, so if, if anyone wanted to contact you, I mean, you're, a, a you know, you're, you're, uh, you know, a, a great friend of, uh, of, uh, my wife, Hida and, and, and of me as well. And, uh, uh, you know, I just sort of met you through that, but I can exactly. tell you as an, uh, American, uh, who, who, uh, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, if I were in the food industry uh, and I was trying to find uh, a way to 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 um, incorporate some of these sort of things to the best that they can be in a sustainable manner into into health products, uh, 
you would be a natural resource because your English is fantastic. You have a business degree and uh, I know you personally, you're very honest. And, uh, you know, that that's a, a, a great combination for people dealing at the distance. Um, you know, with that with that in mind, uh, you know, I'll let I'll let if entrepreneurs listen to us make up their own opinions. But but you 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 know, how would they contact you if, if, if they wanted to ask questions or, or, um, were interested, uh, in, in, in your, your specifically your SIE type products you're working on? Yeah, I have my email, ADM, Diego, some bio, S A M B A I O, some bio, everything together gmail.com so you can contact me through email and you have my cell phone it's plus plus five five brazilian code it's 91 my state code nine nine uh eight two nine five seven six twenty two so you can contact me just to take some doubt you have about the Brazilian food or about Brazilian food industry. Uh, we have a lot, a lot to offer. We have a lot of new projects that uh, need investments and need partnerships. So we're open to make business with all the world. And you need to understand when you set your business with Amazonic businesses, you're you're protecting the forest by itself especially in the SAE industry because the SAE industry use the native population uh, in the part of the food chain so provides for them income and provides the the profitable uh return to the amazonic rainforest alive which is important so we can uh is to uh, push away cattle and uh, the, the 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 digging the, the open holes in the soil all the time because uh, we had a, a a real problem here to solve and the Amazonic rainforest needs to be protective with as I said profit so making business with the Amazonia or the Amazonic rainforest is to protect. Uh, uh, patrimony that belongs to the, the entire world. Okay. Great, great show, Diego. Um, and uh, I really appreciate having us, our, our guests on the show. And, uh, you know, that's, that's all folks for this episode. We're, if you, if you want more information, please visit our website at www.expatbytes.com with a, with a Y in the bytes. Uh, where we'll be posting some pictures from our trip to Belém as a blog post to accompany this podcast. And you can also find more information about being an expatriate. Uh, if you want to visit me or my co-host Felix in person and get a better sense of the expat life, maybe grab a Caipirinha with us. You've got a, a list of our hotels and properties, and you're more than welcome to come and we'll do our best to, to come and say hi to you. You can certainly email your questions or comments to us at info at expatbytes.com. If you uh, like what you heard, feel free to forward this along to any of your friends, family who might be interested in the topic or learning more about being an expatriate, about the uh, journey, the dreams, the bumps you're going to encounter along the way. And I'd like to end by thanking everyone for joining us and uh, to, uh, to have a nice day.